630 Chad This Morning Podcast with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre. Um, and it was kind of unfortunate news, but I think it was news that we expected over the weekend that the downtown farmer's market would be shutting their doors permanently in that location anyway, the old Army and Navy building right across the street from uh, the courthouse. Just cost too much. Uh, <laughs> oh, utility bills. Everything. It's to an op- old building. Old, old building. So operating that place was was really expensive. And they also lost an awful lot of people after, mm-hmm. through the pandemic and, the, pandemic and then afterward. The vendor numbers went down, so the, the, the customer numbers went down. So at the end of it, they ended up crashing. We did talk with uh, one of the board members about mm-hmm. maybe there would be some kind of a phoenix that rises out of those ashes. That there'd be a new uh, downtown farmers market, or some maybe kind of a, an entity, an, a reincarnation of the old on 104th Street because it was so great. And you know what? That market had really unique products that mm. you didn't find at other markets. So I really liked the downtown farmers market, but admittedly hadn't been there in a while. And not a year-round market because be outside. Oh, you mean I mean the uh, uh, 124th been, Street I, was not a year-round market. Yeah. No. Uh, okay. But there is a year-round market that is online. And I found out about this and went, okay, it's an online market, so you know, what are they selling? Well, apparently, they have local vendors. So this very similar to the number of vendors you might see at a local farmer's market. In fact, they say that since the closure of the downtown version, they've had a lot more vendors showing up. Mm-hmm. I bet. And, and probably a lot of customers, too, wanting... Mm-hmm. The, the stuff that they used to rely on every week. We've got uh, Courtney Hanek on the line right now, business development manager with Uni. Good morning. Morning. Morning, Courtney. Uni, double O, double N, I, E. Exactly. I always joke, um, it's Uni pronounced like loony. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and not, not, it's not like Dollarama market, so some things might cost more than a loony. Uh, no, great to exactly. Have, how long has this, uh, this online version been around? It's the first I've heard of it. Yeah, so we actually started in 2020, um, had to do a little bit of a rework, and we launched last January, so about a year. And how does it work? Um, it's honestly really easy. If you have ever online shopped before, you can shop online for local food on our website. You head to the site, add everything to your cart, check out, and we offer delivery and pickup. So uh, basically, is it is it is it like going to a farmer's market, except you never have to leave the house? Do you getting the same value, <laughs> getting the same product that you would find locally? Oh, yeah. Yeah, everything's exactly the same. Um, a lot of the vendors that you would find in person at farmer's markets, we just have their products warehoused and ready to ship online. So how much that does that cost? Because obviously there's a cost to you by delivery mm-hmm. and, and storage, so you need a space for that. Are the prices comparable uh, as opposed to what you would get at the farmer's market? Yeah, um, so I they're very similar. I mean, almost exactly the same. The vendors are able to charge whatever they want to charge. Um, and then we work out pricing on the back end with them. And you know what? With grocery store inflation, it's even getting to the point where it's pretty close to the grocery store prices that you're going to see in store anyways. So why not shop local? I was kind of curious because I know that vendors would have to buy a table or buy a space at, at any kind of a farmer's yeah. market. So is, is, is are those numbers comparable? If I wanted to go and uh, I have an asparagus patch in the summertime. I want to sell my (laughs) asparagus with you guys. How much is that going to cost me to sell it through you? So it's actually, it varies um, because we actually only are going to ask you for your asparagus once it sells. 
So it's kind of, it's, we're trying to make it very low risk for us and the vendors. You're only going to ask until... once what? I'm sorry, I just missed out on that. You're only going to ask once uh, what? Um, so we're just going to, basically the way it works is we would onboard your asparagus onto Uni, mm-hmm. but we wouldn't charge you anything or ask for payment until it sells. So oh, I it's see. Super, okay. Yeah, it's super low risk for you and it's super low risk for us. So have you seen the demand increase? Obviously, the talk about uh, the downtown farmer's market uh, and closing has been around for a little while yeah. now. Yeah, we've definitely seen an increase, honestly, in the last week and a half, two weeks here. Um, we're trying to get to everyone as fast as we can. But uh, yeah, just trying to onboard as many as we can, just because we want them to still have a space where they can sell. Mm. Uh, we, when we talked with folks from the downtown market, they also had some kitchen facilities. So for some of the people who are selling uh, through farmers markets or creating their, their small business, uh, they would have a commercial kitchen, for example, where you could you could mm-hmm. go to. Are you guys going in that direction too? Yeah, so we actually we built out our warehouse space in Sherwood Park um, in the summer here and opened it in the fall. We have a commercial kitchen literally attached to our warehouse. So the whole idea is to make it really easy to grow a local business. Um, you can come in, rent our kitchen by uh, the hour, and then literally just warehouse your products right into our warehouse and get them online on Uni. So trying to make it all so that it's AHS compliant and really easy to sell. You you say you have the vendors. Do you have the customers? Because the the joy of going to a farmer's market is the experience. You've got your reusable Mm -hmm. bag and and you talk to the vendors and you know where you want to go. And it seems almost like a, you know, a bit of a ritual, a Saturday or a Sunday morning ritual. Uh, What's your consumer base looking like? I personally think we have a really good consumer base. I am biased because I built it for myself. <laughs> so I am, I'm a mom. I have a job and she has swimming lessons on the weekend. And I can't, I just can't always fit it into my schedule to make it there on Saturday. But I still want to have the option to support local and support Alberta. But I just can't fit it in one Saturday for, you know, six hours. And then on top of that, when I'm taking my daughter, we're getting popcorn and balloons, and I don't want to do that every Saturday. I just want to go and grab my basics and my essentials. So you're banking also on the people who probably have never been to a farmer's market but have thought about it, who don't consider it a ritual, and they just don't want access to the product. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's me. I am that customer. So I selfishly built it for myself. (laughs) uh, when you when you when you have the vendors come in, are you charging a percentage of sales? I, I'm still trying to get an idea as to whether or not this is just the same amount of money that it's going to cost the vendors at at a regular market, or if it's more, or because you also do delivery and all the other things. So I would think that there's a bit more overhead in that manner. I guess it's yeah, not the twenty thousand so... dollar operating cost of the <laughs> uh, the old downtown farmers market, but yeah, no way, we're no way close to that. Um, but we are able, so delivery just gets passed on. We've got a ten dollar delivery fee for customers Um, and then as for percentage wise we usually charge anywhere between 25 and 30 percent so when you sell a product we ask for 25 to 30 percent of that yeah, I don't know how those numbers work. That sounds high to me, but uh, yeah. obviously if you're buying a, a table, maybe there's some costs there. So, Well, and but, then the other thing too is for vendors that are actually buying a table, you have to invest first. So you have to put up that, you know, $100, mm-hmm. $200 every weekend where this way 
the risk is really mitigated because we're going to put your product online and we're not going to ask for anything. We're going to wait and we're going to see if it sells. And And then we can get into negotiations and talk about that. And then you're not also sitting at a table all day long and then setting it up as well. So there's a time factor in there as well. How do people find you? Um, It's really easy. I mean, if you search Edmonton Online Farmers Market, you'll find us. But otherwise, we're just www.uni2os2ns.com. Perfect. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Good chat with you, Courtney. Take care. Courtney Hannock is the Business Development Manager for Uni, double O-double-N-I-E. Not with a Y, with an I-E at the end. Hey, it's an option. And, and, Mm -hmm. you know, I always wonder about how much it's going to cost vendors. But then again... It's an option for the vendors as well, and nobody's twisting their arm to have to no. take it. So it's uh, it's nice to have another option. Yeah, and it's it's nice for you to be everywhere, right? Like you get the, I saw the Bonton Bakery is on there, uh, Mama Tong is on there as well. So you know, if you if you can't get to the West End for your bread, maybe the bread comes to you. Come to me, my little <laughs> loaf. Come to me, my Carbs loafy goodness. Come to me.